Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So if we go back to caveman times, we learned that if a big, scary animal came to our area and we were afraid, we would run and hopefully survive because the fear drove our bodies to run in order to survive a threat. And this part of our brain, that brain that was developed earliest in human beings in order to survive, still exists today. And you might be familiar with people saying fight or flight, like I was threatened and so I fought, or I was threatened and so I got the hell out of there. And our brains still do fight or flight. And this has not really changed a whole lot. It seems like things have gotten more sophisticated for human beings over time, but I'm not so sure. So there is a fantastic book for people who are interested in getting into sales called Pitch Anything by Orrin Claff. And Orrin Claff really explains the concept of the lizard brain, that part of our brain that just has needs and fears. And it's so basic. And this is how understanding the way that part of the human brain works has helped him to have tremendous success in pitching big deals. And he talks about it at length in his book, and I would highly recommend it for anybody who has any interest in human psychology. Now, as a psychologist, I have learned a thing or two about that part of the brain. And I spend a lot of time talking with people about the concept of feeling threatened and doing fight or flight. And there's another thing I've learned over time, and that is that every family, including your family, has emotions that are acceptable and emotions that are unacceptable. And today I just want to talk about the concept of anger and fight when you are threatened. And I'll get into the rest of it in other episodes. But for right now, I just want to concentrate on fight. Now, in some families, maybe your family, the only acceptable emotion is anger. Now, there are a lot of families who bond because of anger. And anger gets construed as strength. And often in many families, anger is synonymous with strength. And so certainly in these families, just pure joy is not acceptable. In a family where anger is key, it is not acceptable to just sort of be happy for the sake 
of being happy. Now, if anger is the most accepted emotion, you are allowed to be joyful if you have defeated some opponent. You have fought someone else, overcome a situation because of what you did to fight, but just generally being in a good mood and being joyful is usually not acceptable in a family where anger is the accepted emotion. Now, anger is the accepted emotion, but other emotions besides just pure unadulterated joy are not acceptable. Sadness is one of those usually. And the reason that sadness is not okay in a family who likes anger is because sadness is often confused or synonymous with weakness. And so in these families where the acceptable emotion is anger, then there's only one thing you can ever be, and that is tough. You cannot be vulnerable ever. And fear of vulnerability is the reason that anger is the acceptable emotion in these families. So a child grows up in this household and they are taught, if I don't fight, I am weak. And it will often be positively reinforced when a child, for example, gets angry with a sibling and fights with the sibling, the parents will often say, look at how tough he is, or look at how tough she is. She's not backing down. She's going to be really strong, or he's going to be really tough. And it is positively reinforced through the family. The kids are told that fighting is the way. The kids are told that being tough is the way. Kids are told that they are respected when they put up a fight. They are told that they are strong, that they have made the family proud because they fought so hard or they won, defeated somebody. Whatever looks like anger and fight is acceptable. And these kids who grew up in this environment are taught that if they are vulnerable, they will be taken advantage of in life. And to take it a step further, kids will learn if I am louder than everybody else or more aggressive than everybody else, then I will win. I will get what I want. I will be seen as strong. Now, there's an old TV show called Gilmore Girls. And in it, there is a character named Paris Geller, who is played by Liza Weil. And this character is extremely competitive and extremely aggressive. And she sort of bullies people through being loud and aggressive and annoying to get what she wants. And there's a scene in a miniseries that 
was created years after the series ended to show sort of where all the characters are now after 10 years. And there's a scene where Paris Geller walks into her former high school and she says hello to one of the teachers and the teacher just runs out of the room and pretends he doesn't see her. And this is one way that anger becomes embodied in a person and reinforced because Paris Geller gets what she wants and she is successful in life. But she is successful because she is angry and aggressive. And even another step further than that is people who become physically aggressive towards others. That if you are intimidating physically or beat somebody up physically, then you win, you're proven to be tough, you're proven to be strong, and that's that. And a lot of times in families like this, and I have spent some time working with juvenile delinquents. Some of them are mi- were minor criminals, some of them were major criminals, some of them were gang members, some of them were not. But many of them, most of them, confused respect with fear. That if people fear me because I am physically aggressive or I am emotionally a bully or if I am any kind of bully, then people will respect me. And that respect and fear had to juvenile delinquents is synonymous. And I'm sure that that's probably the case for adult criminal offenders as well. That a lot of times respect and fear are the same thing in their minds. Now, this would be true for anybody who was raised up to believe that anger is the only acceptable emotion and that somehow if people are afraid of you, then you are respected because anger is strong. Now, sometimes people who aren't super bullies will believe that if they just shake someone up, if they just get another person's attention, if they say something enough times or say something loud enough, that somehow the people that they are trying to get their message to will realize something, will have some kind of come-to-Jesus moment that they will see things in a brand new light because because someone has been really aggressive with them. And actually, none of these things are true. Because in the world of healthy people, and I'm talking about psychologically healthy people, when an angry person loses their cool in any way, gets out of control in any way, the message actually gets totally lost. Because the only thing that healthy people can see 
is a person who's being too dramatic, in fact. And that's all that's seen. And so whatever message that was trying to be communicated through aggressive means is just seen as pathology through the eyes of someone who is healthy. And so if you or someone you know has grown up in an environment where fight was acceptable and anger was acceptable and that these things were applauded and reinforced, chances are you grew up in an environment that was somewhat dysfunctional. Maybe you grew up in an environment where that was acceptable not only in your family, but that was accepted in your neighborhood too. That people were expected to fight things out in order to clear up a conflict. And there are entire neighborhoods who understand this, who believe that if you have a conflict with another person, the only solution is to fight it out, either by screaming or by fighting physically. Now, if you were a person who was raised in this environment, either in your family or in your neighborhood or both, and now you are away from that situation, chances are you have figured out that the rest of the world does not see this in the same way. The rest of the world does not want you to fight. People in society don't really like high conflict. You really don't want to start fighting with people at your job. It is not acceptable in most work situations to be aggressive and trying to bully people and fight with people and argue with people. And in some cases, you might even lose your job if this is your issue. And there are so many other places where this is unacceptable. It's unacceptable to be angry. It's unacceptable to be aggressive. It's unacceptable to fight. There are so many environments where this just doesn't work. And so you're going to have to come up with something different than fighting. And so what do you do if you've had a lifetime of being told that it was acceptable to be angry and it was acceptable to fight for what you want and to do otherwise would be to be vulnerable and to be weak, then you've got to come up with something that is going to be acceptable in your new environment. And so that doesn't mean that you have to be quiet and hide and shut your mouth and not say when you're unhappy. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It just means that instead of being aggressive and angry and fighting, you have to move, move more in the direction of being assertive. And what does it mean to be assertive? 
It means that you are able to set clear boundaries about what you will and will not put up with from other people, and you will communicate those boundaries clearly to the people around you. And when you are able to set up clear and appropriate boundaries and communicate them effectively, even if people disagree with you, they can still respect you. And that is what true respect is. That when you are able to assert your boundaries and communicate your boundaries and not back down when your boundaries are violated, but continue to stick by them, then people will respect you and people will learn how to respect your boundaries. And so this is the idea that you would get to a place in your life where you could assert yourself, clearly state where you stand and what you need. And if people don't respect your boundaries and don't understand where you're coming from, you don't have to get in a fight with them or get angry with them. You just have to reassert your boundaries. And I'll give you an example because this is probably pretty unclear. So an example might be you're in a situation with somebody in your family where they have, say, a drinking problem. And that person invites you over. And everything's going great at first. And then the wine gets poured and everybody gets a little bit more loose. And then your relative becomes this sloppy drunk who says terrible things and starts being disparaging towards you or someone you love. You don't have to get in a fight, beat them up, scream at them. All you have to do is be clear that that kind of talk that came with all that drinking makes you uncomfortable. And because of that, you are going to leave because you don't want to feel uncomfortable anymore. And you could keep that boundary going forward in the future. You might tell the person next time that you'll come over, but you won't stay if they start to talk trash. Or you won't stay if they start to become sloppy drunk. Or you won't stay if they start to drink at all. These are your boundaries, and this is what you're going to put up with and what you're not going to put up with. And that is what it is to be assertive, where you decide for yourself what you can put up with and what you can't. And if you decide that you cannot put up with certain behaviors, then you will remove yourself from the situation. You will not beat anyone up. You will not yell at anybody. You will not bully anybody. You will not fight. Because 
This is not caveman time. You are not threatened by someone who is going to kill you. Now, if you are being threatened by someone who's actually going to kill you, well, that's a different conversation for a different day. But if the threat is not a threat to your life, and it's just a threat to your comfort, then all you have to do is assert yourself and walk away and be clear about why you're doing so. So I hope that in your life, when you face threats and you feel like fighting or you feel like getting angry, you just take a moment to breathe and remember that being assertive is the way to get your message heard and the way to get clear about your needs and the way to communicate appropriately and effectively. Be well, and thank you for listening.